I'm here with uh, Councillor Ian White, a Conservative councillor. Now, Councillor White, you were putting forward your alternative budget motion, um, and let's, we should maybe say at the start that it was the coalition administration's motion which was passed, but your uh, budget motion dealt with a kind of an either-or scenario, as I understand it. It was either have the trams or don't have the trams and build more schools. Is that correct? That's part of what our budget did. Our budget did a lot of other things where we took savings in revenue and ploughed them back into frontline services where we'd make reductions in, in back office cost and management cost in the council and put those into frontline services. But on, on the specific of trams, yes, there is a large amount of money uh, both a £20 million dividend that Lothian buses have been uh, asked for and said that they can provide, plus another £70 million of tram revenue over 10 years that is, in, in theory, available to the Council that the administration want to use to extend the tram line at considerable risk to the Council and at a cost that is rising uh, very much uh, by the week as it were and we've seen grow from 165 million to 257 million in the space of six months. I've been told 207 million including what's called an optimism something. Optimism bias at the level the right <laughs> at the level in the 207 million goes by green book levels. It is not uh, sufficient according to those who've studied previous tram projects in the UK to cover things and even the council's uh, internal people are saying the council should have up to another 50 million available to so cover any further increase in costs so you're at, at this stage at this stage so you're taking you're you're calling into question then the figures that the count, the, the administration are putting out on the tram project and which are available this afternoon Friday, yep. and um, you're saying that they should be adding another 50 million to that. Well, their own documents, the final business case, talks of this 50 million and says it would be prudent to have it available. Uh, it increases uh, a, a loan gap in their business case uh, quite considerably, and their own figures say it should be made available uh, to the project. Now, uh, I have a long memory on tram projects in Edinburgh, and every time there has been a contingency made available, it has been spent. And that includes. Well, it was certainly spent the last time. It was certainly spent the last time, and it was spent post Mar Hall last time, where there was an agreement to complete to York Place at a certain price, a contingency was added and all of the contingency was spent. Mar Hall much. was the discussions between the high level executives here in the council yes. and the then uh, tram consortium. Yes. The consortium. But of course this time round uh, the, the tram project is going to be built by the council if, it, if indeed it is agreed on the 14th of March. It's going to be built by the council and not an arm's length company tie as it was last time round. Do you think that's a better setup? Are you, can you say anything good about the tram, Councillor White? That's what I'm trying I, to get you to okay. do. <laughs> if, so, uh, back in September we were asked to accept uh, an outline business case based on £156 million. At that time, for only 2.8, 2.9 miles of tram, tracks only uh, and overheads, but we already have the tram vehicles, we already have the depot, 
We already have moved a substantial amount of the utilities. We've already built the major bridges and retaining wall and so on in this part of the route. So we should have a discount on the contracted price to deliver this. This will still be delivered, even if managed in-house through the contract, still be delivered by a private contractor who has bid and receives the work. And we should be expecting a discount on that, given all of those factors. Uh, this should be cheaper than building the whole tram system, and it's going to turn out at about the same cost per mile, even when that whole tram system included a huge increase in costs for the disputes that happened. Of course, we haven't, uh, well, the, the A, Council has not yet said they're going to go ahead with the tram extension to New Haven, and B, an operator has not yet been found, or even that that whole part of it has not yet been been started but can i take you back to some of our discussion on twitter thursday afternoon um when i said to you okay there's so there's a 20 million pound special dividend and then we you came back at me saying that 7.6 million passengers would be lost to lothian buses now the whole tram case um says that tram num tram passenger numbers will vastly increase as soon as the second part of the line is built. My retort to you on Twitter was that these 7.6 million passengers wouldn't necessarily be lost to Lothian buses because if there's an integrated ticketing system, people would jump on and off buses and trams and if you had an improved overall uh, public transport system then it would be better for passengers and so they might not be lost oh, to Lothian uh, buses. That, that was my point. That, well, under the current arrangements where trams and Lothian buses are run entirely separately, they would be lost to Lothian buses. They would be cannibalised over to trams. Now, if that's the case, if you want to say that they are part of a bigger pot, then we need to see a business case that looks at both in totality. And we're not seeing that. The, the increase overall is by, within 10 years, is predicted at going from 8 million tram passengers on the current route to 16 million on the extended route. But the expectation is that 87% of those people will be currently travelling on the buses. And if you look at Leith Walk, and I travel up and down Leith Walk regularly, uh, as I, I live in Leith, then the vast majority of people do travel on buses, so the expectation is that there will be a cut in bus routes and people will transfer to tram for those parts of their journey. Does that mean that uh, Lothian buses might, Lothian as they're now called of course, mm. might then just put uh, different routes elsewhere? They might well do, but you, you've got a finite number of people living in the city. If you have some economic growth, they may want to make uh, additional journeys. You may build new housing, but this is based specifically for the tram revenue, which is, is what is being generated to pay back the cost of building the thing, is taking money uh, essentially by taking passengers. The totality of the passengers and the totality of the revenue will be roughly the same. Uh, give or take 10 to 15 percent and that means there's a finite pot of money to pay for this. My final point then is that of course any integrated ticketing system would be a Scottish government responsibility. Is that something that you would be campaigning to the Scottish government for? Well we already have if you buy a rider card an integrated ticketing system. So, so it's not, uh, it, uh, that's a, a local system. 
and the ability for uh, over 60s to travel on tram on that is an Edinburgh Council responsibility, not a Scottish Government responsibility. So you've really got nothing nice to say about the trams and Councillor White? If someone could tell me that we could deliver trams at a lower price and without four years of disruption to Leith, a much shorter timescale, because after all, we're only completing the job that was meant to have taken place before, then I would look at it. But right now, at those costs that are increasing, then there are far more pressing issues for this council, including building a number of new high schools, some of which are in a state where they're being given a high priority for replacement. Thank you very much indeed for making your position clear, Councillor White, and Thank for speaking you. with us. Thank you. You can read the full-length version of this story and, of course, all our other stories online at www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk.